Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hi, thanks so much for tuning in. Today, the day of recording this, I am like beyond excited. I haven't told you something amazing that happened. So when I started my working creative career, like when I left university, I started writing articles for little indie sort of punky independent magazines and zines. So one of the magazines that I had my work published in was Third Magazine. Another one was called very provocatively, (laughs) provocatively called Flaps Zine. So I wrote these articles for all sorts of like different independent places. And the experience of having my work published, like seeing my name in a magazine and like an article that I had written just filled me with so much accomplishment and fulfillment and joy. I loved it. But I never got paid for any of my writing work that I did before. So after a while, I think I fell out of love with it. I was like, I'm producing this amazing content for you guys and I'm getting very little in return. So then I stopped it and I really focused in on the styling. But then a few weeks ago, I got a very, very, very lovely email from the amazing Phoebe Dodds. And you may know Phoebe because of her business really called Burrow 155 on Instagram. And Phoebe Dodds has recently launched a new business. It's called Wellbe. And it's a wellness content platform that's challenging and tackling big ideas. And its aim is to really challenge spirituality and wellness the way it's been sort of co-opted and made really mainstream. It's a space for different writers and different articles about these same kind of wellness topics, but like from a very different, very anti-mainstream angle, I think I would say. It's super fun. Anyway, back to the story. So Phoebe invited me to be a columnist for her tech platform. And when I saw this email, I literally screamed. I was so happy, so excited. And when I saw that email, it felt like a manifestation had happened that I planted many, many years ago. (laughs) Do I sound like I'm like 45? It was like maybe three years ago (laughs) when I was writing articles. But three years in the making, this manifestation has been, you know, brewing underground. I had totally put it down, totally forgot about it. And yeah, my dream of being a writer and being a columnist has finally revealed itself into a very real experience. And I'm just loving the process. So by now... My very first column for Wellbe would have been published. I'm going to put a link below in the show notes so you can check it out and also a link in my bio. Please have a read of my first article if you love my writing, if you, you know, really enjoy my newsletters or my Instagram captions, please have a read and let me know what you think. Especially, actually, you didn't even 
have to let me know what you think because I already know that it's amazing. <laughs> I'm so impressed and so happy with myself. But especially have a read if you are someone who considers themselves as working class or maybe lower middle class and maybe you are new to manifestation and you're new to spirituality and you hear me talk about it and you're wondering how it could really work for you in your position and the circumstances of your life. So I really talk about my experience with manifestation and coming from a very, very working class background. And I feel like that article is really a manifesto for what I believe is possible for all of us, not just those who are wealthy, not just those who have lots of connections. And this really leads me on to the topic of today's episode. I want to talk about confidence and being introverted. I work with a lot of people. That segue was gorgeous, by the way. I'm very proud of myself. I'm just like proud of myself for just like everything I do. It's amazing. I love it. Anyway, so often when I'm working with people, I attract a lot of people who identify or have some part of themselves that they identify as introverted. So I really wanted to do a podcast episode like where I'm deep diving on this concept of how you can create confidence regardless of your introversion. I just by the nature of what I do and just because of who I am, I attract a lot of people who identify as introverted, shy, reserved, a bit more quiet. Not all the time, of course, I have clients that like have the gift of the gab and can like literally talk for days. You know who you are, but that I definitely see a lot of people who identify with these traits. And I see these sorts of thoughts show up in clients that I'm working with. So being introverted and also being confident, they're qualities that we often don't put in the same sentence. We often think that introversion is the opposite of being confident, that there can't be confidence because there's introversion. And the reason why I know that you think this is because I hear and see a lot of thoughts like, I don't hype my launches up because I'm quite introverted. Like the reason you don't hype your launches up and don't go all in on a launch is because you're quite introverted and quite shy. So I'm not good at showing up. I have social anxiety, so I really don't feel comfortable around people or I don't like people. I'm introverted, so I'm not. So therefore, it means I'm not super confident. And these thoughts, often when you're saying these thoughts about yourself, about your personality, you state them. I hear my clients state them like facts. And often when we're talking about elements of our personality, they feel so true. They feel so factual about about our lives. But I'm going to introduce you to someone who is very close to my heart, a very, very dear mentor and friend of mine. And I've spoken about him a bit before, but I want to give you a proper introduction. His name is Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I am obsessed with his work. We've never met before, but I know a lot of his YouTube videos off by heart. I'm a big fan. He's amazing. And he describes himself as a doctor and a scientist and a modern day mystic. And the reason why I really like Dr. George Spencer is because his work and his team of researchers produce the actual scientific research that proves 
how manifestation works and how different mystical concepts exist. So the idea that your energy attracts like things. So if you have a very abundant energy, you attract abundance. He actually has the research and the scientific data to prove how that is true. If you are very logically brained, like you're very a left brain person, going into and looking at some of his work is going to really solidify some of the concepts of manifestation. What I love about Dr. Joe Dispenza is how he talks about our personality and how our personality is created. Our personality, so our character traits, define our personal reality. Okay, so my reality of being on Instagram may be very different from your reality of being on Instagram. Because there isn't just one singular reality that everybody's looking at. We all have our own interpretations, our own intersectional identities. We have our own backgrounds and experiences. We all are viewing our own personal reality based on our own set of filters. And our personality is one of those filters from which we view and create our personal reality. Why does this matter? Our personal reality often, especially those people who work with me, especially if you're listening to the podcast, in your personal reality, you may be experiencing something that you want to change, something that you don't like. And if you identify as an introvert, you may feel that you are challenged with how you meet and how you show up to your the reality of your business because of your personality, which is why we get thoughts like I can't hype my launches up because I'm quite introverted, or I'm introverted. So I'm super shy. And therefore I can't do business. I can't do Instagram, all of those things. So when I googled what a personality was, I got this really basic definition of what a personality is. And Google says, at its most basic, a personality is the characteristic patterns of thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Okay? Thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And just to add to this definition of what a personality is, I love the way that Dr. Joe Dispenza, like, can I just call him Joe? Do you mind? I mean, I don't think he minds. I'm just going to call him Joe. I love the way that Joe talks about, oh my God, that feels so weird. Okay, Dr. Joe Dispenza. The way that Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about personality, he is really into understanding the really minutiae of the brain and how the brain functions. And he's always talking about neurons and how when your neurons fire in your brain, they wire together like cement. And sometimes I call this like the well-trodden path. This is like habits. Essentially, he says that your personality are a collection of thoughts that you repeat over and over again. These thoughts drive your choices. And if you think the same thoughts every single day, so the average human has about 60 to 90,000 thoughts a day, and most of those thoughts are just running on autopilot. 
So we often live our lives thinking the same thoughts as we did yesterday. And because we're thinking the same thoughts as we did yesterday, we make the exact same choices. And those choices create the exact same experiences. And those experiences create the exact same personal reality over and over again. So how this may be showing up for you and how this shows up for most humans, actually, you will have your sense of humor reaffirmed to you by experiences that you have with your friends and your family. You'll know your personality of your introversion or being introverted being reaffirmed to you by your environment and the people that you've been around. But here's the thing and here's where I love to geek out and it becomes so fascinating and so interesting because if personality is created by thoughts and feelings that are experienced on repeat and choices that are made as a result of that, it means that confidence isn't something that people are just born with or not born with. Confidence is a result of thinking a certain way so you can experience confidence. I was talking to a client the other day and I asked her, what is confidence? She struggled to come up with an answer because nobody really asks you that. You never stop and ask yourself, hmm, what is confidence? We all want more confidence because of what it will allow us to do in our lives. But have you ever stopped to think about what it actually is? Confidence is an emotion. Confidence is an emotion just like sadness, just like joy just like irritation, just like resentment. And there is no other emotion that we would, in our dictionary of all the emotions, there isn't actually many other emotions where you would say that, oh, someone is just born being able to feel that emotion and other people can't feel that emotion. Like we don't just say, oh, you know, they were just born sad and I don't have access to sadness. We never say that. But when it comes to confidence, because of the way that Our society talks about extroversion and like being extroverted is amazing. And like, it means that you can succeed in business. It's, I feel like it's created this narrative that, or this idea that only some people can access confidence and everybody else is just left struggling in the dark and in the, you know, in the shadows of these gorgeous, extroverted, confident people. So now we're starting to build a lot of evidence, okay, around the idea or the argument that I have that whether you're introverted or whether you identify as extroverted, those two labels actually have nothing to do with your ability to create confidence. What is actually going to create confidence is your ability to identify the thoughts that stimulate that emotion within you. And then your ability to think those thoughts repetitively and to use those thoughts in a very strategic way way. For instance, in February or March, when I was invited by Dermalogica, which is a global skincare brand, honey, to host a workshop all about manifestation. And at first, I felt extremely nervous, okay? Extremely nervous. I had lots of negative thoughts. And I was not feeling confident in the running up to hosting that workshop. What I was feeling instead was lots of fear and lots of doubt because I was thinking thoughts that produced lots of fear and lots of doubt. 
And I wanted to actually feel really powerful. I wanted to feel really confident when I was doing this workshop. So in order to generate that confidence, that emotion inside myself, I had to think thoughts aligned with who I wanted to be. So a couple of thoughts that I had was... I know how to do this. I'm an expert in this topic. I have helped myself and showing up will help so many people. Those thoughts created confidence for me. It's one of those things where that thought won't always create the amount of confidence I need. Like there's different thoughts and different affirmations that work at different times. But I have a really, really in tune sense of my body and I can really tell what thought is creating anxiety, what thought is creating joy, what thought is creating ecstasy, what thought creates like desire within me. Like I can literally feel the shifts of my body. That is not something that's super like alien, like you can do this too. You just need to get really practiced. So anyway, back to this idea of introversion. Many of you have spent your life thinking that because you identify as introverted, you cannot create confidence. But it's simply not true. You just need to spend more time finding out the thoughts in your brain that will create confidence. When we think of confidence as a personality trait, we usually think the opposite of a confident person is a shy person. But I don't think that's true. If we all have the ability to experience all of the emotions that our human experience has to offer, and confidence is just on that scale, it's just another one of those emotions, it means that the opposite of confidence isn't shyness. The opposite of confidence is actually fear and anxiety. So one way that I like to explore how people can create confidence is to ask yourself, what thoughts, if I'm not feeling confident, what am I actually feeling? And what thoughts are currently stopping me from feeling confident? If you're having thoughts that produce fear and anxiety, you need to change or remove those thoughts in order to access the confidence. And this is why I've produced the belief busting script and why it's free for you to download on my website. And if you go into the link of my bio at Cairo the Bold, you can download the belief busting script. And it's a series of journal prompts to talk you through your fear base and your anxiety producing thoughts so you can get to that place of confidence. Confidence isn't something that people are just born with. Confidence is something that we can all tap into and use to expand our lives and expand our business. I do want to talk about, because I can almost hear some of you saying, but yeah, but what about, but there are people who are just confident. They don't second guess themselves. They just go all in. There are people who are just more confident. How do you explain that? And the way I would explain that is actually the way Dr. Joe Dispenza would explain that, because I love his definitions, is he talks about when our personality is created in terms of our human development. So from the ages of one to so zero to seven, we're really open to anything that we hear our parents saying, any environments anything that happens in our environment, we're really vulnerable in that sense. And so our personality is created really in the early years of our life, depending on what people admire and praise about us and depending on what we get told off for doing or told off for being or told off for saying. When it comes to a personality, what is actually happening is that 
in our childhood experience, there is a moment where the body feels a heightened emotional experience. It may be fear, it may be doubt, it may be anxiety, it could be joy or happiness if it's something that's being positively reaffirmed. But essentially, anytime we're experiencing a heightened emotional experience, our brain takes a snapshot to remember what is happening so it can keep us safe and prevent some danger from happening to us in the future. So we have an experience that causes us to feel an emotion inside. And if that emotion lasts for a few hours, it will be a mood. We call that a mood. So they're in a grumpy mood, they're in a happy mood. If that mood lasts for several days or weeks, we describe that as a temperament. But if that temperament or mood lasts for years, decades, okay, then that temperament that started as a single moment becomes a defining part of our personality, meaning the thoughts that we had in that one initial moment we've thought over and over and over again. We've been thinking those same thoughts and it's become a personality. It's been solidified in our brain and it's like neurons that fire together, wire together. They're stuck together and they're really solid. So when we're thinking about people who their disposition is confidence, is, you know, momentum, going forward, being the loudest person in the room, that sort of thing. It's simply that they've had an experience at childhood that created that personality for them. But it's the same with your introversion. No matter what kind of personality trait you're talking about, whether it's something that you want to affirm within yourself or something that you perhaps want to change, it's always a collection of thoughts that are happening during our childhood, during our humanness. So it means it's up to us if we want to continue reaffirm a personality trait within us or if we want to change a personality trait within us. When it comes to any kind of self-development, there can be a tendency to want to beat ourselves and beat anything that we think is bad out of us. Like we can become very addicted to changing all parts of ourselves. And if you identify as introverted, I don't necessarily think that this is something that you need to go on and like change and remove and like burn the house down and like I don't think that's the case if hearing this you're like whoa mind blown I'm gonna like you know I want to explore this I want to go take this deeper then fine fair enough but I just want you to know that this isn't a podcast to say you should all be confident all the time but in saying that I have a concept that I want to share with you and because it has been so life-changing for me so instead of running around my personality and trying to find all my four and changing everything bad about myself, I actually have adopted a new attitude. And that attitude is called love and respect always. So what this basic concept means is that no matter what is happening in my personal life, in my business, any results that I get that I like, any failures that I get that I don't like, it doesn't matter what's happening. I'm always going to treat myself with love and respect. And because I always treat myself with love and respect, I never spend any time or waste any energy describing myself by characteristics that I don't like or characteristics in a negative way. Often, those of you who identify as introverted, you say it like it's a bad thing. 
like it's bad that I'm introverted and I should get rid of it and it means I'm not going to be successful because I'm introverted. As you talk about it and speak about it, you speak it into existence. You make it more true because you are bringing so much energy and so much attention to yourself and to that being true. But even if you define yourself as introverted... You don't have to make that a core part of your identity or your personality if you don't want to. Well, I googled a list of personality traits and I got a list that no word of a lie is like, oh my goodness, it's hundreds and hundreds of personality traits long. There are so many other things about yourself that you could use to describe yourself rather than a characteristic that you feel like is bad or negative or holding yourself back in some way. I love this idea that I heard on a podcast recently that you can find as much evidence, there's always an equal amount of evidence for the reason why you are worthy versus the reason why you are unworthy. The reason why you are deserving of the things that you want, the reason why you are not deserving of the things that you want. So if at any time you can find as much evidence for for and against, it means that whether you are looking at for or against, that is in your core. So you can decide to speak energy and to reaffirm the things that you don't like about yourselves, or you could find and investigate and reaffirm and love and enjoy and relish in the things that you really like about yourself. Okay, so just so so you get an idea of what I mean about this, like, I'm going to read to you just a small fraction of the different traits that you could be identifying yourself as other than being introverted. So energetic, enthusiastic, gallant, generous, genuine, good natured, funny, witty, goofy, rebellious, smart, or brave. And the list goes on and on and on. Any of these personality traits are traits that you can share and probably do share with your friends. This is why you have friends and family members that enjoy you. But these are also personality traits that will allow other humans to connect with you. Meaning that if you are learning how to gain confidence, showing these other parts of yourself is how other people on Instagram will be able to connect with you and your business. So when you hear people say, just be yourself online, this is what they mean. If you are a gentle person and you're smart and you're goofy, you can be that person. But what is definitely not going to serve you is if you look at parts of yourself and you beat yourself up for elements of yourself and you allow these parts of you to weigh you down. And if you even hide because you think you have parts of yourself that make you unworthy and you know, not deserving of the things that you really want. So to summarize, if you identify with being introverted, I feel like you have two decisions. You have two choices and probably you should do them both. You should one, decide that you're going to use your introversion as a way that's going to serve you to create your business. Ask yourself, why does this personality trait make me the best person to serve my particular people who are going to absolutely love me? That might not be everyone, but you will be perfect for the people who adore you and what you have to offer. Or two, if you can't get there, then I really want you to explore and to lean into the personality traits that you love that make you perfect for what you're wanting to achieve. 
Okay. So I hope by the end of this, you've had a little bit of food for thought. Really get rid of this idea that, you know, you need to be extroverted to create a business and you need to be extroverted to be confident because it's just not true. The only thing you need to create confidence is the ability to think thoughts that stimulate that motion inside yourself. Now, of course, if you're wanting any support with this, because this is really my jam, you are going to want to get involved and coach with me one-on-one. I am opening up some slots for people who are wanting to start in June and August. So do get in touch and you can do that by dropping me a message on Instagram at Kyra the Bold, or you can drop me an email at hello at kyramatthews.co.uk. So I want to thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to want to get in touch to coach with me one-on-one. We take all of these concepts and materials, apply them to your brain and your business so we can get you to your next level. Join me by going to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. That's www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level to get your space to coach with me one-on-one. I can't wait to see you there.